0: And as usual, we are awaiting your home improvement type of questions. Uh, Anything you can think of, you can call it in or text it in to Andy. Uh, It's the same numbers for either your phone call or text 651-461-9226. Again, 651-461-9226. Good morning to you, Andy Lindis. Happy 4th of July.
1: Happy 4th of July to you, Denny. What a nice little morning we have here. uh, Not too hot, not too cold, a little overcast. Now, windy, it's about uh, about, a, about a, as perfect as a Saturday gets.
0: Well, I should say, although I, I don't know about your neighborhood, we certainly can use some showers around ours,
1: for sure. Yes. Ooh. it um, You know, its as yes, I was driving uh, up north to my uh, my parents' house, which uh, I like to call my cabin, um, this week I, I noticed uh, the fields, Denny, compared to the last couple of years. You know, we always talked about when I was a kid, knee-high at the 4th of July. It seems like yeah. the last decade it's been neck-high at the fourth of july and the the field just looked dry and i'm with you everything seems a little bit behind last year
0: you were talking about your mom and dad kevin and emily uh we've known for so many years somebody was walking their dog of course everybody in this neighborhood seems they they have a dog to walk uh they were asking me about linda's construction uh you know how long they've been around i thought you know we haven't really talked about that that background. I just I thought about this there earlier this morning. Let's do that a little bit. Still a family-run business. Tell us about Lindis for those that you know. You're on a you're on an airplane or on a bus, and somebody you wants to find out about your background. What would you say about Lindis Construction? Well, I know what they are and who they are, but uh, for those that don't, and my, that neighbor who was walking uh, their dog, how would you describe Linda's Construction?
1: Well, uh, we're a second-generation home improvement company, started in 1979. Uh, we come from a farming background. Uh, I was on a Zoom call the other day at my house, and I was able to point out where me and my little brothers would, would ride the pigs. You know, my, my earliest memory is my dad giving mouth-to-mouth to a piglet, and and in by about three or four years old, dad started making more money doing side work for people, siding jobs, decks, things like that, and... Pretty soon, uh, the warehouse space that we kept all the pigs in, the barns that we kept the pigs in, became more valuable to put siding material and uh, foam. And, and uh, he never looked back. I think uh, it was the early 80s he sold all the pigs, and we still have uh, the first-ever person that, that worked for him. Jimmy is, uh, is at the shop every day, and that's why, why my shop looks as beautiful as it does. It, uh, it, we strive to make careers for people in the trades. And every, and this is something that my mom and dad carried over to us. It's really important to us that we celebrate 10, 15, 20, and 25-year anniversaries every month. And and because of that, because of that lack of turnover, we we have, you know, we have customers now that it's a third generation. This is the grandson of somebody we originally did work for. They've trusted us to the kids and, and now the third generation. Because we have craftsmen, Denny, and, and, and I, I can tell you this, we have a software company that uh, we, 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 my brothers have developed this, this software that helps contractors from step one to step done. It's easier for us to find web development people and developers than it is craftsmen. And the only way that we've been able to find craftsmen is using the tools that my mom and dad gave us, and that was to come up with people, hire character, and train. It takes three, four years sometimes of training to really be good at a craft, at siding, windows, roofing, decking, you name it. It takes some time and and we're okay we invest in people and 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 it's paid off tenfold
0: you know i that's a good great, great way of putting it you in, invest in people and, and i've known lindis for what 20 i don't know between 20 and 30 years i suppose now uh and i mean you you really care about your employees uh, I, I didn't expect to get off on this tangent here but it, you really do you salute them like i said on your i see the pictures on their birthdays and anniversaries and uh, again, it's still a family-run business, and you treat everybody like family. And uh, I've always l- liked companies who do that very thing. They're long-lasting, they're honest, and they, besides the good work,
1: you know, they're
0: good people. That means a lot to me, anyway.
1: Yeah, I tell you me what, too, and it makes it fun yeah. to go to work. Let me tell you.
0: Oh, I bet it does. Yeah, for not only you but for your employees. So that's that's a great two-way street. Uh, let's grab a phone call. I think Dan is calling in from Hopkins this morning. We'll find out what Dan wants here. Uh, Dan, thank you. What What's your question for Andy? Good. Good morning. You, two two great men, you, Denny and Andy. Thank America's you, a better place because of you guys. Wow. We need more men. Idea. We need more men like that in this country. But uh, say, putting down vinyl plank flooring. A friend of mine's a contractor. I'm a contractor in a different area, though. He said. You don't need to pull up the trim or, you know, or pull up the, the door jams. I did put new door jams in, but I, I believe that a guy should put vinyl plank flooring first before you lay the trim down, or if you have existing trim, to take it up. And uh, because you got all this notching around it, because you got to apply the, the vinyl plank flooring at an angle, it doesn't slide in like vinyl flooring. What's mm-hmm. your thoughts on that, Andy?
1: Uh, I think it's a cleaner look. If you if you do the trim afterwards, and probably a little bit easier once you get the trim off. And that's the nice part about trim. If you're careful about it, as you know, you know once it's cut, it's way easy to take it off and put it back on if you're just take careful in removing it. the The hard part about trim is cutting it and getting all the pieces to fit. Yeah, it's going to come up a little bit. And you might have some some notching or something you have to do, but removing it. the The hard part about trim is cutting it and getting all the pieces to fit. Yeah, it's going to come up a little bit. and You might have some some notching or something you have to do, but I think it's less work to take the trim off and put the floor on, put the trim back on.
0: Thanks for the question, Dan. Thanks for the comments too. We we do appreciate that. Uh, it's a holiday weekend, and if you have any kind of a home improvement question, now is your chance to uh, talk to uh, Andy Lindis either by phone or if you want to, if it's easier, like some folks like to do, just send a text six five one four six one nine two two six. Texter says this, uh, Andy, is it cheaper to replace vinyl siding on a home or paint it? Hmm. <laughs> you know what we say about painting. <laughs>
1: yes. Once you paint it, you're going to continue to paint it. Now, if the question is right now, yes. Long-term, no. Remember, it's uh, it's about one and a half paint jobs if you're hiring a professional to replacing a siding job. So meaning that, that the four or five whatever years down the road that you're going to be painting again it's you're going to end up spending more by the time you paint the house twice than you would have residing it once so that's something you have to consider how long you're going to be at the house if you're looking at selling it next year go for it but i'm telling you and finding a, a high quality painter right now and 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 when you look at those numbers been in just way too many scenarios lately, Denny, where I'm talking to people about how they're going to fix their house and then, then they look at what it's going to cost to paint it compared to what it's going to cost to replace the siding. It seems like they almost always choose replacing the siding.
0: Speaking of that, and you and I have talked about this uh, over the years, and I know your dad, Kevin, has always been fond of steel siding. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, what, Have you seen changes? You must have uh, in materials over the years since you've been in the business. Has siding changed that much and, and what do you personally like prefer?
1: You know, uh the, the siding hasn't changed, you know, tremendously in the the last, you know, twenty years or so. For the last dozen years, we've been leading with LP smart side and we're using the expert finish right now. It's it's a it's a wonderful warranty. The the installers love it, and you know what I love, Denny? If I go to a home that has our LP smart side on it, and our Glenwood roof on it every single one of those homes I've inspected and and mind you was over over 150 of them in the month of June we were able to say no hail damage you don't have to file a claim that's why I love those two products on the exterior of a home I'm I'm not about redoing things and I've heard way too many people tell me this is the third roof I'm getting in 10 years or the second time I've had to do my siding in 10 years and, and if we just, just do our due diligence up front and pick the most durable products that we can, it's not that much more to get a Class 4 roof and go to from a steel siding to an LP. At least look at the numbers and make that decision because I'm almost guaranteeing you it's going to save you money if you're going to be in this house for any length of time. The next time you have hail, you know, we're used to these $1,500 deductibles. Deductibles in, in the year, maybe two. Might be ten, fifteen thousand dollars, Denny. Uh, the state of Florida just passed a law that it, you know once your roof is older, older than fifteen years, they, it's about half the cost. So you can have like a twenty thousand dollar roof that has to get replaced because it got it got storm damage, and the insurance company is only going to give you eight thousand dollars. Now you can pay for an annual inspection and get your roof recertified, but again, that's money out of pocket. And, and so there's some things that we can do up front and we need, at least need to have these conversations if you're doing anything on the exterior home, because the changes in our industry are, are, are great right now, more so than in any other period of time that I've been been around the industry. Yeah, I believe that. Wow.
0: Uh, I'm getting a signal here. We need to take a bit of a break here inviting our listeners, certainly to uh, join in on the conversation. Any kind of a home improvement question you may have for Andy? By all means, you can call it in or text it in. One number to remember, 651 Still 72 degrees in the Twin Cities. We are on our way to 82. There are still chances of showers and thunderstorms today. In fact, it may be raining where, where you are, and it looks like there's a greater chance... On Independence Day this coming Monday, showers likely, possibly a thunderstorm. We'll get you more details coming along just in a few minutes, so stay with us. And call or text your home improvement question now, 651-461-9226. Back with more here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. Good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to our home improvement show, presented every week by our friends at Lindus Construction. I haven't spelled it yet. L-I-N-D-U-S. You want to get in touch? Eight four four nine Lindus is the easiest number to remember. Eight four four nine Lindus. Andy Lindus answering your questions this morning, either by phone or by text, as usual. Six five one four six one nine two two six. Andy, a question we get pretty often. Uh, and it doesn't matter where the listener comes from or is calling from or texting from. But uh, this listener is looking for a deck builder uh, for their daughter, actually. And they, well, in this case, they they, they live in Waverly, Minnesota. But uh, Lindis doesn't go out that far. But what would you suggest, no matter where people live and if they're out of the, uh, the work area that Lindus uh, works in, uh, what would you suggest they do? Can they call you guys and find out if, uh, if you have any referrals?
1: yeah well you know the, the the one place we might struggle finding a referral for would be deck installers nice. um when it comes to every other category basically any state in the in the country i can probably find you a contractor that's at least worth talking to it can give you a starting point but with deck builders they're they're it's a it's a different deal danny they're they're harder to find and usually they're smaller companies and they're only doing you know a few a year, so. I uh, would just do your due diligence up front, search locally, talk to the people that uh, have had that company, research them, do the online research, and, and make sure you go out and look at their work. Don't just, just take anybody's word for it. If, if you're, you're going into an investment like a deck, some, some of these decks, Danny, can push $100,000 real quick. <laughs> and, and if you're spending that kind of money, you, you owe it to yourself to, to inspect it and, and make sure you're choosing the right person for that job.
0: A listener sent along this text, Andy, uh, said uh, they liked hearing the importance of uh, Linda's uh, training and experience uh, you guys have. And they said, I sure can appreciate that after some of our past experience. By the way, we still love our leaf guard gutters. So thank you for that unsolicited comment. I do, too. Yes, indeed. Thank you, Diane. After all these years. My goodness. Uh, Let's see. Texter says this, uh, I have a three-season deck, and speaking of decks, constructed on the end of a detached cottage shed structure at my home. It is on a steep slope, and I think that freeze-thaw has uh, led to shifting soils on the slope. One corner of the deck has shifted lower, maybe six inches. The existing footings were built on brick masonry uh, pedestals. Do you think that corner of the deck can be raised back up safely? And supported on a better foundation uh, and are there better footings for slope conditions? What do you think of those questions?
1: Yeah I, I don't know if it's the the soil problem or some type of erosion I'd want to look at at both things and what she's referring to is is probably the the, the least effective footing that you can install when installing a porch especially um, that so you, basically what the, the type of footing that she's describing here, Denny is a you dig a hole and you drop a cement disc in it and then you put the post on top of the cement disc and most people don't compact the soil nearly enough before they do that they think just dropping the disc is going to compact it and and it's just an unstable footing whether you choose the diamond pier or our helical pier both of those are going to be way more stable no matter the soil type unless you have big erosion problems so I'd want to take a look at where the water's going in your house, how your guttering is, and 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 sometimes we find out that there's a groundwater problem or something that's 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 broken in the ground that's leading to erosion. So we'll want to check out all of that stuff before you put in a new footing and, and deal with the same problem. Can you raise that up? For sure. Is it is it a fixable thing? Always. But you're gonna to want to you know do some inspecting and figure out why it has settled before you decide on a way to fix it.
0: I know I've asked you this before, Andy, and maybe before we look at the weather, you can explain the diamond pier and helical. I know it's radio, so you can't show up pictures of it, but what uh, can you describe that, either of those systems for, for our listeners?
1: So yeah, our, our helical pier is the easiest way to, to picture it. It's a giant drill bit. It, you know, it drills into the earth. It's one of the most stable piers that you can put in. The, the diamond pier is it's shaped like a diamond it's a cement diamond that has shoots in it and we take a series of four foot posts and jackhammer it into the ground so the 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 amount of earth that would have to move is 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 very tremendous i've really only had two problems ever with diamond piers and they were on lake homes near a lake outside of that I haven't had any problems with those with those types of piers. And and our helical piers, they can be used in almost any situation. In fact, I, I know some people that have used them to install piers on dock systems in the water. So, I mean, oh. they're about as, as stable as a a footing gets.
0: Good to hear. All right, let's do this. Let's have a break for weather. We'll come back. We have about another half hour of the show to go, so if you didn't get your question answered, by all means – Call it in to Andy or text it, whichever is easier for you, 651-461-9226. The weather straight ahead here on 830. This is WCCO. Good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. We are here on CCO every Saturday and have been for years, thanks to good folks like Lindis Construction, Andy Lindis, answering your questions uh, today. Your Home Improvement type at 651 461 9226. Don't wait. If you do have uh, that kind of a question, call or text it for Andy at, uh, again, 651 461 9226. Looking at a. Uh, Text, Andy, about a new siding. I know we talked about siding, uh, but this listener may have missed that one. Uh, it says we're considering new siding, debating between LP smart side, like you were talking, or seamless metal siding. Uh, they want to know what are the benefits of either option, and does metal siding, is an interesting one, does metal siding affect cell phone reception inside your house?
1: Mm, not so much siding metal and steel roofing sometimes can but not nearly like it was years ago you know our cell phone signal a decade ago you had a metal roof it was going to be really really tough but cell phone signal has come a long ways and i'm in a lot of metal buildings i'm in one right now and i'm literally connected in a metal building with steel siding and a steel roof and i'm using a hot spot on my phone to look at the tech screen denny so ah. that that it's, it's just come a long way so it's you re- a decade ago, it would have been a worry. Not so much now. If you are in a good cell coverage area and you put steel on your building, it's not going to affect your phone all that greatly.
0: What's, uh, what's so good, and we know it is, uh, about LP SmartSide? They are asking to compare the seamless metal siding, but what's, what's so great uh, about SmartSide?
1: You know, both fantastic products. Uh, they're both uh, products that can last a lifetime. Uh, but what I don't like about the steel, uh, on seamless steel, is the noise that it can make as it goes through an expansion and contraction process. You know, as the sun hits it, sometimes you can hear that that popping sound. And, and for me, that's, I just never like that, no matter how careful you are at nailing the siding. Uh, the, we need to nail that siding snug, not tight. If you look at how siding vinyl is the same way, the elongated nailing fin, the nail needs to go in the middle of that to allow the siding to float. Either way. And if you don't do that, that's when you see the waviness of vinyl or you hear a lot of the popping with the steel. And both of those products can get damaged from hail way more than LP can. And that's why we lean towards LP. And for me, aesthetically, I just think the LP looks better on a house. So when when I'm sitting down with with a customer, I try to weigh out all of the options. And we can price it out a billion different ways for you if that's what you like. But again, all of these products, Danny don't mean anything unless they're installed correctly that is where your focus should be when you're choosing something to be done on the outside of your house it's as important if not more important the person that installs it than the product that goes on it's just that's just the nature of the beast
0: and i i'm thinking again about lp smart site is there is there a place that people can see like if they get on the linda's website is there a way to to kind of see how it would look on their house.
1: Yeah, absolutely. lindusconstruction.com and you know, like always, call us up. Estimates are free, and we have the technology. We'll take pictures of your house and show you what it's, what it's going to look like with the LP Smart side, and and we can change the colors, change the profile, you name it. We we, we can show it to you up front. Our our goal any anytime we meet with somebody is to really start to paint the picture, you know, give them the art of the possible. What what can we do to this house? And when we come to a conclusion, we want them to know exactly what's going to happen from day one to, to day done, and this is what it's going to look like. So we try to cover all of those bases up front. Yeah, can it take some time? But a, a little bit, but I'm telling you, you sit down with us for an hour or two and do all the due diligence up front, you're going to be much, much happier with the end result.
0: I'm glad you brought that up too. As far as uh, getting someone over, getting Lindis over to your house, uh, no matter what it is, if it's attic insulation or you know Leaf Guard gutters, roofing, yeah, that first visit is free, absolutely. And why nice. not? Mm-hmm. check out uh, what what you may or may not need. Because uh, sometimes, if somebody says, "I think I need a new roof," I'm, I know there have been times when Lindis has come by and said, "No, you don't, you don't, you don't really need one now, or it'll be a few years yet, or whatever." You've seen that yourself. Mm-hmm. Now this text, and again, I'm back to the screen again. Our house is about seven years old. It says there has been significant soil settlement around the foundation. Their question is: Should we just backfill with additional soil to reduce the grading?
1: Yeah. Uh, anytime to you're you're getting to restore any it, of re- not out. reduce not reduce the grading, restore the grading. Restore the grading. Yes. Um, you're going to want to do that. But again, like we talked about with uh, the footing and how that that three-season port settled, don't just go and backfill it. Figure out why this happened. Is it settling? Do I have a water issue? Do I have a guttering issue? Is it a landscape issue? There's something that happened to make this change. It just doesn't do it. And if you don't figure that out, you're going to be back at this point sooner or later. So, there's some investigative work to figure out why this is settled. Chances are, more than likely, when I see this, Denny, it's almost always erosion, not really settling. It's, it's water washing things away. And usually, and Jesse will tell you this, Like we can take care of this with gutter and landscaping almost always. If it can't be gutter and landscaping, you're going to want to get a hold of the safe basements folks and have the foundation looked at and, and, and maybe a professional involved.
0: I wish I had this story in front of me, but it was just yesterday I was reading a, a, a story about, um, um, I don't want to say outlaws, but uh, but people in, in, <laughs> home, in, in construction that uh, that come and, and take your money and don't do the job. And i they say it's really increased big time oh. over the last, just in the last two or three years. I don't know if you've heard uh, similar stories, horror stories. Would you think in your it's mind worse, what you've heard? It's, it's worse it's now.
1: As, it's as bad as it's ever been. Um, the licensing requirements need to get tougher. The codes across the board need to get tougher. I ran into uh, a a person this, this, this week. And, uh, you know, I heard the story from one of my, one of my people and I went and verified it. He started a roofing company with this, this hailstorm never roofed in his life. Somehow got hooked up with a shady insurance company adjuster. Signed, he has fourteen people signed up or dozen people signed up for all new roofs. He has no idea where he's getting the materials or labor from yet. <sighs> and he put in his contract that he has two years to finish the work. I'm like, this is—it's too easy to 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 do to start that type of company. And 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 we as 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 the customers and the homeowners need to take a little bit of the onus on us, we have a tendency sometimes to hit the easy button. You know, it's easy to like, all right, you're going to do it for insurance proceeds and get my house all taken care of. All right, perfect. And we don't even research it. We, we sign things we don't even read. I, I'm hearing these stories daily, Denny, daily now. And, and, you know, we're, we're dealing with a, a significant hail event and, and, and this always brings in those types of characters. And you no, know, there's lots of good contractors out there. We're not the only ones I have. I have a ton of friends in the Twin Cities area that, that are contractors that are really, really good at what they do. But you still need to research everyone. I am I saw a company pop up on Facebook. I'm like, I've never heard of this. You know, it was this XYZ roofing company. And I see, like, I have four friends that are friends with it. And I'm like, I call up my buddy who is another contractor in the other state. I'm like, have you ever heard of this company? Because... Like he, he told somebody they're getting LeafGuard and they're not, and it's going you know, to try to put on a gutter with the screen and, and use the LeafGuard money to put his roof on. It's like, no, no, I haven't. And then do some research. Then he, he was under a different name a year and a half ago. That's why no one realizes who he is or how they became friends with that company on Facebook. So he went on, went on his Facebook company, changed the name of the company, and all those people that were friends of the old company that hasn't been around for five years now, literally hasn't done business for five years, um, now it's a new, under a new name and no one knows that that kind of stuff happens all the time in our industry and and I can only say don't panic take your time do your due diligence up front research your contractors no matter what and just because it comes from an insurance adjuster's mouth doesn't mean it's true once you figure that out you're going to be okay
0: how and you said you know we got to make tougher laws how do we what do we start with
1: that do we call the our- codes your builders uh-huh. associations and uh-huh. and to be honest with you the, the reason why we don't have tougher laws across the board, and, and I've told this to my local builder association, is because they fight it. Contractors as a whole don't want tougher regulations. Denny, Minnesota is one of the strongest building codes when it comes to the exterior of the home. I really wish Wisconsin would follow suit. We do, do work in both states. But comparatively speaking, on the two states, the, the standards of roofing in, in Wisconsin would follow suit. We do, do work in both states. But comparatively speaking, on the two states, the standards of roofing in in Wisconsin, let's say say the standards of roofing in like Hudson versus Woodbury are greatly different. Hmm. And for us, the standards in Minnesota are higher than in almost any state we do business in. And we still go above those standards. I wish even Minnesota, who's got some of the best standards on the planet, would raise their standards. But most contractors don't want that. But Denny... The nice part about me is I'm not dealing with a bunch of stuff my dad installed in the 80s and 90s, because he and my mother took the time to make sure it would last, and that's all I care about. The next person that sits in my seat isn't going to be dealing with a bunch of stuff my brothers and I installed. Yeah, we
0: should, you know, <laughs> we should mention Alex and Adam. I, we have I didn't mention their names when we were talking about uh, the Lindis Construction Company before, but uh, great folks who actually been on this this air before as well. So uh, a good point. A, a texter, and maybe we can think about this as we head to the break. A texter wants to know specifically what codes need to get tougher. Let's think about that, and maybe we comment on that when we uh, come back after the break. 72 degrees in the Twin Cities, on our way to 82, but looks like a rainy July 4th. Stay with us here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. Good morning on this holiday weekend. Denny Long along with Andy Lindis on our Home Improvement Show here every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour, welcoming your uh, questions either by phone or by text. Keep in mind the number is 651 Andy, before we broke, a uh, listener wanted uh, you to kind of zero in. Uh, we were talking about what codes maybe need to get tougher as far as contractors uh, are, are, you know, go. What, what would you suggest? Have you thought about that?
1: Uh, first and foremost, I think the, the licensing requirements and then and the schooling and, and the test that you have to take to become a licensed contractor, that needs to get better, longer, and harder. Um, it, it shouldn't be you can become a licensed contractor in two days, and hmm. you've never done anything in the industry before. That's, that's about the time frame that it takes. It's not hard. It's an online class, and, a, and a, you go and you take a test, and there's a bunch of practice tests that you can take. Minnesota, way harder than uh, the state to our, our, our to our east but it it is a is not a difficult thing secondly Minnesota's codes as a, as a whole are, are, are stronger than most states but there's some things with the ice and water barrier the underlayments and your insulation and ventilation that that can be cranked up and inspected better like we're going to use about 40 percent more ice and water shield on an average roof than what is to code in Minnesota and the only reason why we do that Denny is because this is where I find rotten wood on roofs in a regular place and on a regular basis. So we put ice and water shield in those areas to make sure that it doesn't get rotten again. The the other thing is I really wish that there was more conversations about hail resistant shingles or class 4 shingles becoming more and more of the standard. Denny this, you know, I wouldn't call myself an environmentalist but I love spending time outside. It's just what I do. I like to be on the water. I like to be in the woods. And when I can choose building products that last longer, and you know like what 5 billion tons of asphalt shingles going to landfills? Cool. Not usually ours. We try to recycle everything that we get. Our, our shingles that we tear off roofs typically go into parking lots and driveways. But the majority of them are going into landfills. And, 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 and it's a third roof in 10 years? It just doesn't make a lot of sense when you're talking about, you know, $500 a roof to put on a class four shingle to not at least talk to your contractor about that. So it's for me more along the lines of the licensing and the requirements of becoming a contractor. I think that needs to get stricter. And I think the laws on the back end for contractors that walk away with down payments or don't finish the job, those, those consequences should be stronger. It should be. All
0: right. Good point. We have just a couple of minutes to go on the show, Andy. Uh, and uh, I'm looking at a text here from Debbie from East Bethel. Does your company, meaning, of course, Lindis, do French drains? We moved here last summer and I'd like new gutters, but we have French drains. What what is uh, what's Debbie talking about there and what would you suggest to to help her?
1: Absolutely. Um, You know, some people call them French drains, drain tile systems. Uh, You know, one that you see a lot in the Twin Cities is the beaver system. So it's your downspout drains into an underground system, then it it pops up somewhere in in the yard. Um, We work with those all the time. We have all different types of adapters to make sure that the the downspout is going to fit into whatever uh, drainage system that you have. And we also have little baskets that we'll put on uh, on the downspout. You know, leaf guard's awesome and it's guaranteed to never clog, but it's not guaranteed to never have any type of tree debris in it. You know, the way leaf guard's designed, it's, it's shaped to discourage anything but liquid water entering the trough. Anything that gets inside the trough is able to wash out, but we don't want that to wash out into the underground system because that's a lot harder to clean out. So we have this little basket that we'll install in the downspout, and you can just pull it out, empty it, put it back in. Not a big deal. It's It really is something that most homeowners love, especially if they've ever had to pay for some company to come out and unclog their underground system. That's not a, you know, $500 to $1,000 is not something fun to spend on a regular basis.
0: No, I guess not. Debbie, thank you for that that text. Um, Boy, we just have about a minute or so to go. My roof, maybe we can do a quick one here. My roof will need to to be re-shingled in the next few years. What extra would you do if solar panels might be installed in the future? How would you answer that
1: one? Well, it all depends on uh, what solar panels that 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 you're picking. If that's your your what you're wanting to do, I would hold off. I just think in uh, over the next uh, 14 months in the Minnesota market, the solar game is going to change. We're going to have a lot more options, and knowing like even some of the ones that are out there now that they're on version three and version four and about to be version five, I'm thinking version seven is going to be the good one. And I've seen the changes that they've made over the years, last couple years. I'm telling you, it's almost there, Denny. It really is. Uh, next year might be the year. It might be the year after that. I'm not sure. But soon we're going to have solar systems that make a lot of sense in, in Minnesota.
0: That'd be kind of exciting. Uh, Andy, we have to uh, run out of here. But uh, thanks, uh, as usual, for, for the help. And happy 4th to you, your family, and all the good folks at Lindis Construction and our listeners as well. Thanks, Andy. I got you, Denny. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Andy Lindis from Linda's Construction. Yeah, if you want to get in touch with those folks... Eight four four nine Lindus L I N D U S eight four four nine Lindus chance of showers today greater chance on July fourth hope you have a great safe weekend I'll be filling in for Susie Jones tomorrow morning as a matter of fact so we'll talk to you then right after seven o'clock mostly cloudy now in the Twin Cities our CCO temperature reading seventy two.